you're listening to The Private Citizen Defending Your Right to Have Something to Hide. This is episode 96 for Thursday, the 18th of November, 2021. Discrimination enshrined in law. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Um, yeah, it's a day late, Although I, even though I said it wasn't going to happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm fab. Coming to you live uh, from Düsseldorf in Germany. And uh, I, I have no idea what the actual topic for this show. I had something planned. I don't know what the plan was. Um, but we're going to have to talk about the pandemic again and, and, and coronavirus and all of that. Because they passed a new law in Germany just today. And I think it's very important. Um, and, you know, I've talked about this before and I want to keep you up to date. So that's what we're going to do today. Um, yeah. But before we get into that, it's um, apologizing time. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't get a show yesterday. Um, I was kind of set up to do... Then I still had to read, like, the lore um, to, you know, to prepare for the episode properly. And then um, I had... Um, um, I just had so much going on with the novel. And then I got, like, a migraine. Um, I got, like, a... So I, I, I don't really get migraines um i got migraines a few times when i was working still um you know at, at the company uh when i was still uh, employed um and i had vision impairment i didn't even know it was a migraine uh, because i didn't know you could get like just a vision impairment without a headache and later at some point uh, when it got worse later on i got headaches with it and i had a headache yesterday but anyway so i haven't had that for years i haven't had that since i've quit my work there and it's, been very healthy for me so i think i've been putting myself into under a bit of strain trying to write this novel um but there's just something that's just something that can't be helped don't worry about me i think i'm, I'm fine i just need it i just need to yesterday i just I, I wasn't pushing i was pushing and i i just saw it wasn't working and then i was so fuck this i'm gonna go to bed and i slept for 12 hours and, and now i'm better um yeah, so um, I'm sorry about that. Um, I still don't want to make it a ha- want this to become a habit. I want to get this uh, show uh, back on on the Wednesday release schedule, and I think I think I will um, at some point, um, probably next week. Um, and um, we have live. Uh, I'm, I'm streaming this live in, on Twitch, uh, as I usually do. And we have Astro C. Uh, are you okay now? I am okay. I am feeling. I still had like a little bit. Like okay, this morning I was I was feeling really good and I, I wrote um, uh, I I wrote uh, like I caught up to my book writing from yesterday and I wrote a lot like today, um, like you know for, from today's like I'm actually ahead now more than a day, which is good because I have things to do tomorrow and on the weekend and I and I won't be writing that much. Um, but yeah, and then it got like, I, I was feeling it was probably getting a worse again because I was stressing what else I needed to do. And then I just went for a run. I went for a run for like an hour and a half in like the cold winter air. And after that, I'm, I'm, I'm good again. So, so I think I'm good. Uh, don't, don't, don't worry about me. It's all good. Um, what is not good is um, what we're going to have to talk today, about today which is they're changing the EFSG, the uh, Infektionsschutzgesetz, again, or they did it today. And um, before I started the show, um, so I have this, this is, I think this is really funny, but it's also sad in a way. So, so I'm, you know, my wife um, is at home. She, she came home from work and we talked a little bit. And then she's, 
you know, hang out on the couch doing whatever, and she's gonna go to bed in a bit. And so I said, you know, I said goodbye because I'll, I'll be I'll be up longer, you know, doing the podcast, editing the podcast, putting it out when she'll be long asleep. So I said, you know, goodbye and have a nice evening. And she said, have fun. And I thought she always says this. And I'm like, I know why she says this, because I should have fun doing this. I'm doing this for fun, right? I'm doing, I mean, it's a little bit part of my job and I get some support from it. But generally, I do this podcast because I like doing it. But on the other hand, it's never really fun because let's be honest, I talk about like the decline of civilization on the show or whatever. I don't know. Um, it's uh, it's always sad and and I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, that's a bit of a problem, but it's it's something I don't think I can change. And um, yeah, I think today uh, it's going to be a little bit sad as well. So just be prepared for that. And you know, it's obviously it's going to be uh, coronavirus related. So. Uh, have have um, fair fair warning there. Um, <laughs> super user says, "Oh God, I hope you won't announce suddenly that the podcast is ending." No, the podcast is not ending, and that is not happening. No, no, no. If anything, the world's ending. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. But it's like it's always sad. It's like it's not. It's th th these things I talk about are generally not good. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's um, let's get into the uh, let's get into the main. Uh, the main topic we're here to talk about another uh, EFSG change. So the a change to the Infektionsschutzgesetz. So, uh, and I, I've, I've looked this up, of course. Um, so the last time um, we, we talked... So it's actually this this change was debated last like this week even like and it was actually passed this morning, um, so Thursday like at noon or whatever in the Bundestag like their their midday my morning um, and um, actually I think the last time we talked about this I looked this up uh, about these kind of topics was episode forty seven called the German total lockdown law. Now this was when they i mean they've changed the efsg between that change and the current change there were little changes like you know putting basically putting the um the immunity passports into law and I've, I've talked about that but like that was the last big change and that that's when they brought in um the dritte gesetz zum schutz der bevölkerung bei einer epidemischen lage von nationaler tragweite this is important because this epidemische lage von nationaler tragweite roughly übersetzt uh, Roughly übersetzt. No, I'm talking German already. I'm sorry. Roughly translated. <laughs> um, and, uh, the um, epidemic uh, situation uh, of, of national importance or of national, yeah, whatever, like a national, a national emergency, basically. And that national emergency would have ended. So, so this last, um, this last, law we talked about the last episode i did that about was on uh, november of 2020 that was the 11th of november and of course we now have you know the 18th of november 2021 and this they had that set for one year so it would have expired on the 25th of november um <laughs> jim says <laughs> in twitch chat the world might end but not this podcast <laughs> nice yes yes exactly <laughs> the podcast will be there forever um and yes it's an epic name for a law or oh, one could say an epidemic law <laughs> i don't know an epidemic name you know german german names especially in the, the laws they're always pretty epic um you could always read them like in a they always have to be you know 
they need to, to be able to be read out in like a stereotypical Nazi officer's voice from Hogan's Heroes, I think. Um, otherwise, they don't work. Anyway, so that would have been expired, and that would have, that would have meant that all the measures they had, you know, masks, um, testing, not letting people into certain places, forbidding events and all of that, that would have ended. Um, they couldn't have carried that on because the legal um, basis would have changed. So now they've passed this new law, um, which I'm going to just... Um, uh, this is, I, I still have the draft here. Uh, Entwurf eines Gesetzes zur Änderung des Infektionsschutzgesetzes und weiterer Gesetze anlässlich der Aufhebung der Feststellung der epidemischen Lage von, von Nationaltagweite. That's what the law is called. Entwurf eines Gesetzes zur Änderung des Infektionsschutzes. Can't even read it. Entwurf eines Gesetzes zur Änderung des Infektionsschutzgesetzes und weiterer Gesetze anlässlich der Aufhebung der Feststellung der epidemischen Lage von Nationaltragweite. This is so German. Der Aufhebung der Feststellung is totally redundant. That just means it's happening now. <laughs> it's horrible. If you actually make your living in writing like me and you're trying to write nice words, whenever they do something like this, it's basically rape. <laughs> it's, it's language rape. It's horrible. Um, what's interesting about this law that this is actually brought into the parliament by the Ampel Coalition. And we talked, you know, the Traffic Light Coalition. We talked about that. And I said, you know, I talked about, I came back from Spain and I talked about our election and, and the parties and all the coalitions and what happened. And I said, when they're going to have a government, I'm going to have a show and I'm going to tell you about it. Now, I haven't had that show yet. So that was not because I was slacking. That was because the coalition doesn't even exist yet. So they brought in this law right, into parliament, but the coalition does not exist. They have not even signed, there's something called a coalitionsvertrag, a coalition agreement, and they have to sign that. And then they have a coalition. That coalition doesn't exist. Of course, they're already working together, and they have a parliament, and they have, you know, all the people sitting in the parliament that were elected, so they were just ad hoc, we're um, doing this. But usually this, I, I don't, I can't remember, I haven't, you know, obviously... I'm not an expert on this, but I did study politics, especially German politics, and I, I can't, I don't remember. I don't think there was ever a case where this, where something like that happened, where like a coalition brought a law, uh, you know, in to be passed before the coalition was even a thing. Um, <laughs> that is so German. More Germans, only the mass and the pretzel. What do you mean, the, the, lame, the name of the law? The lame, yeah. I'm already Freudian slipping all over the place. This is, it is pretty German. Um, and you can't even give it a cool acronym like in the US. Yeah, I think they're doing that on purpose. Um, although I don't think the acronyms are helping either. You know, the, the Patriot Law sounds, Patriot Act actually sounds good <laughs> generally. Like that sounds like a positive thing when it should be called the Ass Rape Act or something. <laughs> you know, the let's, let's take all your information. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about what this law does. But like the important thing is um, I, we, I had some previous episodes um, on, on what I think is COVID victim blaming. And of course, that was episode 59. And then I talked on episode 74 about the immunity passport. And basically what this law now does is enshrine this both in law. And I titled this episode um, not as, as link bait, but because I think that's what it is, discrimination enshrined by law, but because I think... That's what this law does. Um, now, the first incredible thing 
that I find incredible and very dangerous that they're doing here is before they had this epidemic emergency, right? The epidemische Lage. And that was something where the parliament would would decide that this is something we have and then this is something that has has now gone away or whatever, right? The parliament decided there are emergency measures or there is a situation for emergency measures. And when that's when that situation is there, these certain laws are in effect, like masks, tests, whatever. What they're doing now is that because that ended, they're not they're not prolonging this emergency situation. They are put, putting away with that, and they're saying all the measures we previously had under the emergency situation we can now have whenever we want to. And what they're changing is that there used to be a national thing in Germany where the national, the federal government, the federal parliament, you know, the federal government, with approval of the parliament, would say we have an emergency, and then all the little, the federal states, everybody could do their thing. Now we do not have this federal thing anymore. And what they're also changing is what is also, I think, very dangerous is that under the IFSG as we had it, the Infektionsschutzgesetz, this is the law I talked about very early on in the show, that this is all based on. All these laws are just little changes to this Infektionsschutzgesetz, which existed before um, you know the pandemic um, existed in its previous form since 2001, um, and they changed stuff. Basically, in the beginning, they just put SARS-CoV-2 as a virus in there that now counts, for example, that is dangerous, and then they started changing all these other things. And I've talked about that on the show. Um, but so, so these are all changes to the infection shots because that's. But 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 it used to be that. Um, the um, you had that, and then you had this national emergency, and then all the everybody could do something. But it used to be that, for example, they had local stuff in there, so they had the provision for, let's say, I'm in North Rhine-Westphalia, which is a federal state. Um, the government of the federal state could could go, okay, you know, under this emergency, nation nationwide emergency, we have a special case. We have, you know. They, they would pin it to this magic number, uh, you know, and I like to call it a magic number, the uh, the incident incidence rate, which is not scientific at all. Um, just to recap quickly, because it's not, um, it's not, uh, this. you don't arrive at this number by a scientific uh, method, right? It's just tests. And, 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 you know, if you test more, the number goes up. Also, the tests are not standardized. Like, you know, you just have to go through a test center in Germany and get a SARS-CoV-2 test and then do that 10 times. And you probably get 10 different methods. Like they stick that thing differently in your nose, differently deep. You know, some people are trained to do this. Other people just they got a, like a one-day course or whatever. Like, you know, it's not, I mean, it works to test people. I'm not saying the test doesn't work. I'm saying it's not scientific. If you If you made a scientific study and you... You set it up like this, you know. You get, you would get burned down. No, but no paper, no respecting paper, self-respecting scientific journal would read that and go, "Yeah, this is a sound scientific, you know, setup for 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 an experiment." We, we, we're gonna take your paper. Usually, they would say, "No, please go away. Please, please burn everything you've done and uh, um, and and never come back." Um, so it's not scientific, right? So you have that number, and uh, but now they can, you know, they they could already say, right, our number in North Australia is higher, so we need more measures. They could have already have done that. They had local, you know, 
on federal state level, on the on the uh, city level, on the county level. They had all these different things they could already do. What they changed now is that now there's no national thing at all anymore, and now there's the the federal states are deciding this, and very sneaky and very dangerous and and very bad is that before the parliament in the federal state decided they said okay so the government would say okay we have danger we need these measures and then the parliament would decide go yes and they generally always went yes i don't think any parliament ever said no but it was a good democratic process checks and balances the parliament would decide that now it's just the executive now the government can just say we have this measure and the i mean the parliament still has checks and balances there are still ways they can act on the government in this kind of thing but they don't have that decision anymore they took they, they took that that decision away um, which has to- totally i mean i've seen some reporting on this today and the days before, like nobody mentioned that. No, I, I mean, there's one video, relatively good video that I put in the show notes as usual, private citizen or press. I mean, there's not that many show notes and it's all in German. I'm sorry for that, but there's just no English <laughs> documentation on this. But if you speak German, there's a good video by Christian Solmecke, who is a, uh, um, he's a, he's a lawyer. Usually deals with a media law. Uh, I always watch his stuff about YouTube and, and YouTube-related law. He's, he's very good, um, and and he talks about this. And he's very. I mean, I don't agree with some of it, the editorializing he does. But, you know, he takes the law apart very well, and he he actually talked about this as well. Um, you know, a lot better than I would say um, a lot of people in the in the mainstream press here in Germany. Um, so. So that so that's that's one of the changes they did, right? So they first of all they don't have that national emergency anymore. Um, now the measures are just fluid, and they can now be decided by the executive. Um, another thing they did, which I don't really care about, but I find um, in its approach a bit weird. So um, if you have an immunity passport or one of these yellow. Yellow, I don't know where mine is right now. It's somewhere. Um, you know, one of these yellow booklets. Um, you could actually fake those in Germany and sell them um, because there was a... And you wouldn't get caught. Like, they couldn't indict you because there was a um, a loophole in the law, uh, the actual law. The thing is, that is not... This, this passport, right, is not a government document, right? Because the government... In Germany, we have government documents. We have ID cards. We have driver's licenses. It's not one of those. If you fake one of those... <clears throat> It it always you you'd always go to jail like that that you could they could indict you and put you you know send you to jail, but because this passport thing or this this pass is not a government document it's 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 handed to you by a doctor it's filled in by a doctor who's not a government official, it actually didn't fall under the oh you're faking government document laws, so you could actually you could actually do it the only thing that was illegal previously was if you had a faked passport and you handed that to a government official and basically defrauded or whatever you'd call that, right? You'd lie to them and you'd present a fake document to the government. That was illegal. But if you just went into like a nightclub or whatever, like somebody else after under the, you know, some previous IFSG changes, they can ask to see your passport and can only let you in when they looked at this document, but you could 
hand them a fake document because they're not a government official and this wasn't government document so it actually wasn't illegal now they changed all of that <clears throat> and <clears throat> i mean I, th I think that's okay i think I, I find it a bit questionable that this is all for government documents and suddenly you have a document that's not a government document that's in there <clears throat> but i mean in the general um uh scheme of things the grand scheme of things that is a minor thing what i find interesting or worrying though is the is the actual um uh, jail time you get you get two years in jail if you do that if you do it organized like as part of a gang or whatever you get five uh, but you get two years which in germany would be if you never done anything before it would be bewerung uh it would be um uh you know, on a, a probation basis, we actually didn't have to go to jail, but you had certain probation requirements. And if you failed those, you would go, then have to go to jail. But two years is hefty. Um, we, we recently talked about Drachenlord, the German YouTuber who got um, indicted for and, and actually sentenced. Um, although it's not, you know, it's not, the, sen the sentence isn't rechtkräftig, isn't legal yet because he's going into revision. Um, but you know, he got he got first he got uh you know, it's it's not it's 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 not acted upon yet. But like he got actually convicted two years in jail uh for uh heavy assault and in several cases insulting the police, whatever. So basically if I go down the road and there's a guy I don't like and I take an iron mallet and I smash his face in, right? Um, and I get indicted, then there's two things. Basically, um, well, there's three things you can get indicted for. Heavy assault, that would be heavy assault if you really hurt, hurt somebody. Schwere uh, Körperverletzung, heavy assault. Uh, manslaughter, fahrlässige uh, Tötung, or uh, murder, mord. Those are the three. Um, if they can't, you know, if, if I didn't do it to cause and they can't prove that I did it to kill the guy, it wouldn't be murder. And it probably wouldn't be manslaughter. Uh, it probably would be heavy assault. And I'd, I'd probably get, you know, generally often you get two years for this kind of thing, which is the same thing as faking an immunity. So if I buy a fake immunity passport and I present that to somebody and I know I do this knowingly, I, I knowingly got that and I present it, I, I'll get two years in jail. The same as like beating somebody's face in with an iron mallet. It seems a little bit... I don't know, heavy-handed to me? That's just my personal opinion. Um, but, you know, that's that's just one aspect. Um, generally, what I find really worrying about this law and these whole changes, the main point um, that I, you know, where I said I, this was link bait when I titled the episode that is, I think this, I don't, I don't know, I don't think. This is discrimination. This, this law is um, state... Um, organized discrimination because what they now you know really for the first time I mean I'm saying this because like there's this thing called 2G and 3G I talked about it shortly before on the show it's basically uh, you, you either have to have to be proven to have been sick with SARS-CoV-2 and recovered or you need a test or you're vaccinated. That's like 3G. And when you take the test out, so you basically have to be vaccinated, that's 2G. Um, which in Germany, generally, that's a euphemism for immunity passports. And we have that already. So there are, um, like the laws as they are right now, 
um, basically allow this that they can't, that they only let you in if you if you either tested, vaccinated, or you recovered. Um, but it was all like kind of on a on a proviso level, like it was all like a little bit ad, ad hoc, and it wasn't like that like clear in the law. And now they put it in the law for the first time. Um, to be says, yeah, not proportionate to the crime. To be honest, yeah, that's you know, with the that's what I think. Um, was Dragon Lord or Dragon Lord in, indicted for heavy assault or insulting the police? Two very different things. Both, both. Um, so he was indicted. I think uh, two counts of heavy assault, uh, insulting the police, several. So it was all like, you know, he didn't get two years for heavy assault. He got like a year for heavy assault, like six months for something. Two months for insulting the police. They just, they tell it all up. Um, um. <laughs> so Peter says, you said there's no articles mentioning this. Uh, well, uh, will you be submitting any articles to major p papers in Germany to discuss that aspect? I don't think I will because I don't, uh, this is not my area of expertise. I also can't just submit articles to a uh, paper or a magazine. Like, I, you know, I'd have to have a relationship with them and they would have to want me to write about something like this. And um People don't want you to write, a, well, they don't want me to write about this. I, I mean, these articles are not uh, out there and the news reports are not out there for no reason. They're out there because, I don't know, they, people who run uh, editorial offices don't think, don't judge this situation the same like I do. And I don't think they agree with me on most of this. So... Um, yeah. Uh, Devil's Advocate, says super, super user, there are very strict laws on bringing infected materials and dangerous substances into a country, including, for example, animal hides. It carries a big sense. Well, that depends very much on the country. Uh, actually, in Europe, uh, not at all. Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, depends on what you mean by infected. Um, you can actually... Uh, Inside Europe, you can transport pretty much all, all, um, uh, like the the thing is, dead animals is really it's uh, it's weird because uh, dead animal parts often are not so much a problem when they're alive. You'd have to have veter veterinarian control and all of that, but um, inside Europe, it's actually not that, you know, not that strict, and and the the, the fines are actually not that bad. Um, certainly not two years in jail, um, and it's it's and we're talking like we're talking we're talking fraud here, right? This is fraud. Um, I mean, you're not you're not getting indicted because you endangered somebody, right? Because you might pretend that you're vaccinated and you're not, and then you might theoretically infect. That's not what you get indicted for. What you get indicted for is faking this passport. Right, so that's like faking a driver's license. Um, two years in jail seems a bit hefty to me for that. Just in comparison with, you know, what what even like what you get in Germany for attempted well can't talk attempted rape and stuff like that. It's just you know for some for for running into somebody in your car recklessly. Um, you know, it's it's actually hurting somebody. It's like not often not that high it just seems weird to me but you know that's just a, that's just a side point um 
So, um, you know, it's, 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 it seems weird. Anyway, the, the more, the more important aspect, I think, um, is that while we had the ability to basically discriminate against people before with the measures we had, right? We could say, you're not vaccinated, you can't come in here. Now we're actually putting that into a law and not, and we also, we put it into a law where this is not limited to a, an emergency situation. This is a general thing that exists now. Basically, we have a law in Germany that says, if you have a certain illness, we can do certain things to you. And certain, certain of your personal rights um, get curtailed. And that, you know, that's not new. As I said, that was in the 2001 law. There are certain um, sicknesses. If you get them, you have, your doctor has to report them, like certain of, certain of your privacy rights go out the window. That was all there. But now it's more, much more, um, like with with the with the with the three G thing. So with the immunity pass, but this is not about you being sick, right? So so far you could say, okay, the IFSG is about when you get sick. There's certain things. So and that that law actually included since two thousand and one that if you have a certain sickness and we, we tell you to go into quarantine uh, and you don't, we can lock you up. But as I said in the very beginning of the show, when I talked about this very early on, that was in, that is the, the, the kind of illnesses that were in there were stuff like Ebola, right? Where really, if you, if you are that sick, you're actually, you're, you're, you're directly endangering somebody, like directly. Um, if you have SARS-CoV-2, you are endangering somebody if you infect them, but like not to that degree, right? With Ebola, it's like a 50-50 and the other person is dead. With SARS-CoV-2, it's like, like even if you take the most alarmish numbers, it's maybe an 8% chance that they get like something a little bit serious. And that doesn't mean that they're gonna die. Um, and what is even more worrying to me is like now we're not well, now we're going away from this is sick people that we need to lock away to protect society to this these are completely healthy people that decided for whatever reason to not undergo a medical procedure and these people we can now lock away this law actually opens the door to uh, austrian style lockdown for the unvaccinated um it is debatable I've, I've seen, so uh, Christian Solmecke said this, I, I saw some commentary from other lawyers who said it's very debatable if they actually can do that in practice. But I mean, they're putting that, that in the law and that just like, that shocks me, that shocks me. I mean, the German constitution is very clear that there's not so, supposed to be discrimination. And I understand that certain things in law, in the constitution, it's always the same. You have to weigh things against each other. So if there's a danger to people's lives, then some people's private pri uh, um, civil rights or you know freedoms can be um, impinged upon. I understand that. I understand that. But now I think we're getting we're going way way too far. And I want to reiterate something very early on. That I said very early on in the show. 
I want to be completely clear because this is discrimination. I cannot understand. And I, I, I don't, I mean, if you, please, private citizen press, give me feedback. There's many ways to give me feedback. I'm going to go into that again at the end of the show. If you, or if you want to debate this with me, I'd be happy to, but I haven't heard from anybody a good argument how this is not discrimination. What you're doing here is you're saying somebody, we're looking at your blood and we're looking at something in your blood, you know, tighter antibodies, whatever. And we we are deciding as a society that it's okay. If you do not have this in your blood, then we can do certain things to you. How is that not discrimination, Right. And I mean, there are people, basically the only other argument I've heard, yeah, but it's, it's, it's okay because we're in danger. And I don't think it's okay because on, on, on a lot of levels, first of all, I mean, actually going back very quickly before I go into that, very quickly uh, on the blood thing. And um, this law actually changes it. Um, so this is not only about antibodies, this in this, in this, uh, um, in this law, it's actually uh, a new passage uh, where the government and also employers um, under certain circumstances have to um, not only um, track your vaccination status, but also you it's something weird. I've, I didn't have time to look this up completely and I will do, but it's like some serum kind of thing. I don't think they directly said antibodies. It's some kind of some kind of something they're going to test in, in your blood to see if you've been infected or if you've been vaccinated. So it's, that's, that's, that's new as well. It's like going into your, uh, you know, actually specifically, you know, test, testing your blood. Um, now, anyway, I have problems with this on, on, on several levels. First of all, we do not understand this virus well. We can for example, check, check for antibodies. We can do that, but we don't, first of all, we don't understand the immune system well enough and we don't understand this, this virus well enough that, that we, like that isn't a scientific, we can't just say, okay, your count is your tighter or whatever is 84 and we know you're safer and you're not. We don't even know, like we can check for antibodies, we, but we don't know that these antibodies actually do anything. Right? We don't know how many you need. We don't know how your body reacts. Everybody reacts differently. And we've seen this. Like We can't see somebody's vaccinated and they're not safe. We don't know. There's some people who get the vaccination. It doesn't really work for them. For other people, it apparently works really well. So we, we don't know anything about this. There's no scientific basis for this. Right? I see that as a problem. Then, of course, I see it as a problem that um, you just go, you know, the, um, the other side, the arguments I've heard is like, yeah, but you can just get a vaccination. It doesn't hurt you. Yes, of course. But why, why can somebody in this country not choose to not do that? And why, why do we tolerate other kind of behavior that might, you know, to, to some degree, I don't know, if they endanger the, 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 the public or whatever. But like, why can somebody who has HIV, you know, go out and have sex? Even even with a condom, you know, we all learned this in in school. Condoms aren't one hundred percent safe. People get pregnant. Even I say people get pregnant. 
Jesus, I'm becoming, I'm just going, the, the, the progressiveness is seeping into my head. Women are becoming pregnant even though uh, men have used condoms. We know this. So, you know, if you have sex with somebody who's HIV positive, you can get AIDS. Uh, well, you can get HIV and you might get AIDS. Um, don't want to get that wrong. Um, you know, but as a society, we've, we've so far, we've said, well, that's okay. Um, you know, it, yes, that's a danger, but also we want to have to, these people to have their freedom and they're, they're uh, grown-up human beings and, you know, they, they need a way to decide this. And now we are, we're suddenly erring on the state deciding this for people. Like, you can't just go and say, I don't want to be vaccinated, um, apparently. Um, so I... But, we, you know, look, it's Germany, right? We have millions of people in this country who believe that God exists. If it was down to me, you know, I'm a scientifically minded person and all those people are making these laws apparently are as well. That's what they're saying. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand why you, you know, I don't understand people who say God exists. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to impinge on their freedom. If they want to do that, that's okay. But that's something we, we, we think is, uh, is reasonable. It's reasonable to say, okay, um, my religion says um, I should not have safer sex. And I should not, uh, you know, uh, uh, why, why don't I remember this, you know, use the pill. What is it like? Use, use contraceptives because that's, that's what my religion says, which is silly, which is crazy, which, you know, which is, which is, uh, is, 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 is just completely idiotic. But as a as a society, we've said, okay, that's okay. We, 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 you know, we just accept that. That's okay. But we can't accept somebody who says, for whatever reason, I don't want to get vaccinated. I don't, I don't understand. Like my brain just can't, I don't know if I'm not normal as, as I'm not, not, I don't I? Somebody needs to write in and tell me if I'm the only person who thinks like this. Am I going crazy? But like my brain, I can't compartmentalize this. Right. So, so for years, there were people who said, okay, we need to prevent um, plants to be genetically modified. And they, for some reason, there's no, there, there's, there's no scientific reason, but they were like, it's probably going to be dangerous. And we, we're going to be, and then we made laws. You made laws about this, which were idiotic. She had no basis in scientific knowledge at all. But okay, we're going to do that. That's fine. Uh, and, and then we have a vaccine where we go, oh, yeah, actually, we no, you know the things um, we were worried about, we're going to do to plants that then an animal might eat and you might eat the animal and then that's dangerous. No, we're going to do that to you now, directly. And I mean, they did that to me. I got the, I got the um, AstraZeneca vaccine. I've got DNA in my body. It could have theoretically changed my DNA. I don't care because I don't think it's particularly dangerous because I didn't think the plant plan thing was dangerous because I'm I'm based on on I'm trying to look at facts and then I go like okay yeah maybe this is a little bit dangerous maybe this is more dangerous and I make a decision but you say the same people that were like oh my god that's genetically modified corn you're gonna die like two years later like oh yeah, yeah everybody take the vaccine which is gonna genetically modify everybody because now we're in danger. Like, what the fuck? And the same people that are like, yeah, Catholics, they have all these, these weird rules. That's okay. We're gonna, we need to respect them because it's religions. Now, somebody says, I don't wanna get vaccinated. No, oh, devil, burn him. 
I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, as what she said, <laughs> it's my body, my choice only when the progressives say so. <laughs> it's like, it's weird. It's weird. I don't understand, you know, and I'm okay. I understand that society is like that. I understand that humans are like that and humans are, ir are irrational to some degree, but our laws should be right that's what we, that's what we're trying to do with laws we're trying to stand over our own irrationalness and we're trying to um so we have in the law it says i can't discriminate against people because they have a certain religion but i can now discriminate against them because they they refused to put this whatever into their blood how is that just how is that justice I mean, the progressive thing is, and I mean, if we get into that, I mean, I've, I've, I've never understood how on one hand you can be like, okay, we need equal rights and we need to stop women from being um, exploited in society and, and you know, being, uh, not having the same rights and not having the same uh, chances as, as anybody else. And then in the same breath, they're like, you go like, yeah, but what about this, this, these people who come from a certain culture who live in our country? Oh no, that's their religion. If they want to treat their women like shit, that's their religion. Uh, we can't impinge on. Like, why? Why? I don't get it. Anyway, um, yeah. So, so I think this is a um, this is a big problem in the law. I think um, I think it is discrimination. I have, I have no other way of of seeing it. I don't. I nobody has 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 been able to explain to me why it's not discrimination it's been you know i've watched all the um not all of them but a lot of the um parliamentary discussions around these laws um nobody has ever talked about that 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 hasn't even come up um i i don't understand why our our constitutional court is not caring about these things and is obviously not discussing this i don't i don't understand how there's no discussion happening about this um, and of course, I also think it's, you know, the, the other part of this is, of course, it's also victim blaming. Um, because basically what you're doing is, is when you're saying, oh, you are irresponsible if you don't vaccinate yourself. Um, I mean, you're putting a stigma on like getting sick um, there, right? And we haven't even talked about these whole issues. I mean, what, what happens if you can't get vaccinated? There are tens of thousands of people, maybe hundreds of thousands of people in Germany, you can't get vaccinated for medical reasons. Um, what happens if they have these laws now where you like, or basically these tests where you, you know, you, you get vaccinated and they test your whatever, your antibodies or how your body reacts to it, and it just doesn't work. Like, what happens if the vaccine doesn't work for you because of your body? And this is not theoretical. This is, I mean, there's this literature on this that, you know, and it's not surprising. There are people who are immunodeficient. Um, there are people who are not immunodeficient, but, but who need to treat, take drugs um, to become immunodeficient. Uh, so for example, zum Beispiel. <laughs> sorry. Uh, for example, you know, people who have uh, autoimmune diseases and stuff, you know, and these drugs will, might cause this vaccine not to work or not to work correctly or for them not to be immune after they're taking the vaccine what do we do like do we does does that count then they take the shot what 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 about the people who can't take the shot um like for medical reasons you, you're gonna lock them up now 
Like, you're going to have a lockdown for these? Like, what? Who? I, I can't understand how they can pass laws like this and not think about, like, don't these people think about these issues? Are these people, are, are, do they think that those, because they're just a few thousand people or a few hundred thousand people, 10,000 people, don't they, don't they matter? Like, at the very least, you're discriminating against them, right? I still think you should be free in this country to say, you know, if I don't want to, um, so if I'm free in this country to say I'm I'm a I'm a weird religion and I I don't want to use a condom, or I'm gonna have, do funny things on a funny day, or eat funny things, or whatever, or you know say okay my wife now has to wear a tent with just a little slit in the top. I mean, I don't understand why I can't say I don't want to get vaccinated. That's one thing, um, but like. They're discriminating against the people who can't get vaccinated. Um, and it's all just based on, like, we. if you take it one level further, it doesn't make any sense. Like, the, the, it, it's, it's, it's like a, it's like a build of, card of, house of cards, I can't even talk anymore, built on shit. It's like shit built on shit built on shit. And you, you go one level deeper and it's even more shit. Okay, now let's think about, let's, let's talk about the vaccination. Right, so if you watch the news right now, which I'm I'm not trying to, but sometimes I'll I'll do, to inform myself. You watch the news in Germany; it's basically all um, the unvaccinated are the problem. It's a pandemic of the unvaccinated, the unvaccinated, the unvaccinated, the unvaccinated. Um, and you hear that you know the almost nobody gets sick anymore. The only people that get sick are the unvaccinated. And all of the people on the ICUs are the unvaccinated. All right. My question is, if you if you if you accept that, what's the problem? What is the problem? If there are people, if we have a solution that works, you take the vaccine, you're relatively safe. Why do you care? Why do you care if your neighbor doesn't? You know, if they want to risk it, it's like me riding a motorcycle. If they want to risk it, let them risk it. If they're going to end up on the ICU, they're going to end up in the ICU. Like, why do you care? I don't, I don't understand. And then I actually, I'm on Twitter and I'm, I'm reading tweets from people who work, who are uh, EMTs and who work in hospitals who, who are like, ah, the, now the, the, the ICU beds are, are full and those fucking unvaccinated and they're basically disgusted that they have to help help these people and i'm like what is wrong with you that's your fucking job right why do you like why do you care as soon as the person is sick it's your job to help them right you don't you can't you don't choose right when you're an airline pilot you don't go like oh uh I'm Christian and the plane's full of Muslims. I'm letting the plane crash and I'm jumping off in my parachute. Like, what the fuck? What is wrong with you people? Who, like, why? What is the problem? I mean, there is one problem. There is, there is one problem, but it's not a problem of the unvaccinated. There is the problem that we don't have enough ICU beds in Germany anymore again. You know why? But you know why that is? Not, in, not because enough people get vaccinated. No, that is something that I said 
that I called pretty much a year ago, and anybody with half a brain could see that. When we had the 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 the, the big problem last year, and you looked at the curve, you looked at the curve from end of 2019, you looked at the curve from end of 2020, and you look at the curve now. The infection curve is always the same. And if you have half a brain, you look at that that graph and you go like, hmm, that seems, uh, it seems like I've seen that before. And you look at any virus outbreak of any respiratory virus in the last 200 years, and it's the fucking same curve. The curve for the fucking 1418 bloody Spanish flu looks the same. Okay, the amplitude is different. Is it? Is that the amplitude? I mean, it's it's different how many people are infected, but like basically the same. It's always the same. It, it goes down in the summer and then it goes back up in the winter and then it rises in the winter and then it goes back down and then it goes back. Like, and there's a little hump in the summer. It's always the fucking same curve. So you could have called this, right? And so last year, these fucking idiots these politicians who have no idea they are, they have all these medical specialists, but apparently they're dumb and they can't, like somebody doesn't tell them what is happening because they're like, oh yeah, okay, so if we just vaccinate everybody, then uh, it's gonna go away, right? And everybody, anybody, anybody who's, a, who's, who's studied pandemics, who's studied virus outbreaks will, t will tell you, I said this last year, like you can't stop this with, with a vaccine. You can slow it down, you know, you can, you can, you can dampen it down, but it, this is there were literally um, epidemiologists at the beginning of this. We're talking like March. We're talking March 2020. When these people said, basically, we can't stop this. We can slow it down with a, you know, with a vaccine, but we'll have to. It has to eat its way to, through the population. That is how these things work. So they now had a year, year and a half, almost two years. to prepare for the next wave coming, right? So what do you do? You get fucking more ICU beds. And when I say for more ICU beds, I just don't mean the beds. The beds are not the problem. You know, the beds, the machines, those are easy. When I say that, I mean trained nurses. You have to have, that's the problem in Germany. You don't have the trained nurses because they get paid shit. It's a shitty job. So a year ago or a year and a half ago, our fucking health minister, Jens fucking brain fart Spahn, should have just gone and said, okay, we need ICU people, we need ICU nurses, so how about we just pay them double what they get now, and we, we, we create like a course where usually it like takes three, uh, three years to train these people. So let's, you know, you, like under corona, as they call it, corona, everything was different, and you could all do all these things quicker and with less bureaucracy, so you can't tell me you couldn't have just probably shortened that course to a half. Maybe just create, maybe do, do like a, a SARS special, specialization, right, where you get like SARS ICU. Maybe you could have done get, gotten that in a year and a half done, or maybe two years. And if they'd done that, we'd had people now that be coming out of the fucking classes now, and we'd had the beds ready, and we could have you know, wound up our capacity and we wouldn't have a fucking problem. What did they do instead? They reduced ICU beds in Germany over the last year. Let that sink in. How fucking idiotic do you have to be? 
That is the problem. The problem is not unvaccinated. The problem is not the fake news and this and that. No, the problem is the people who are responsible to get our... And we're in Germany. We have a public health care system. I'm paying a lot of money for this shit. The people who were supposed to prepare that for the world-ending catastrophe that everybody told me a year ago this was, they had a year or a year and a half. They almost had two years. They had two years, almost. And they didn't do anything. They didn't do shit. They actually made the situation worse. Uh, to remember, our, uh, you know, Jens Spahn said in, what was this, February or March 2020, that we will have to, uh, we need to courage to close hospitals to, 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 you know, fix the healthcare system, to make it more lean. Just, that's, that is the problem. So, and because these people are incompetent and fucking assholes, what they do? No, uh, now we, we're going to have laws where we discriminate against people. Great. Congratulations. <laughs> Super user says, uh, I don't know, what, what's, what's, to, oh, to be frank, I think to be tw frank 2020 was so retarded, you'd have made more money on buying Tesla stock and Dogecoin than you ever would on Pfizer or any other medical company. I'm not sure. Pfizer stock did all right. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're like basically bathing in money. Um, also, super user says uh, the tattoo on my arm says Bola. No, the tattoo on my arm says Bula. Bula. Uh, sorry, this is just uh, Twitch because obviously I'm streaming. Uh, Bula, that is uh, Fijian. It means uh, be happy to be alive. Welcome. Nice to see you. Bula. Because we're so happy to be alive with all these idiot politicians in charge. It's, uh, you know, it's one of these tattoos where I look at it and I'm supposed to go, life is, life is good. Calm down. Calm down. Doesn't help if you get a, if you get a stroke now. Um, yeah, but as the rest of that, yeah, but what did they do? They applauded the medical staff. Yeah, that was important. Fuck. You know, they could have, you know, increased their pay. You know, and maybe if those fucking EMTs that don't want to transport these fucking filthy, dirty, non-vaccinated people, maybe they could have increased their pay as well. Because I think, you know, these people, I, I, I respect people who work in, uh, in healthcare to no end. I could never do their job. I could never do the times that these guys pull, like the how long they're concentrated, how hard their job is. Um, and I fucking hate people, so I, I, I just couldn't do it. But like, I, I have a lot of respect, and I think they're underpaid. I think all of these things under uh, all of these people are underpaid. Nurses are underpaid. Specialists are underpaid. Doctors are underpaid. People that drive ambulances are underpaid. You could, they could have paid all those fucking people better. Sorry, that was me hitting the microphone with my glasses that I took off to facepalm. No, I literally did. Um, yeah, you know, I I don't know. If we had taken half the money that we sunk into the fucking vaccine and put just put that straight into the healthcare system, and, you know, as I said, they could have taken the opportunity to fucking deprivatize hospitals, make hospitals, you know, public trusts again, make them... Uh, 
beholden to getting people healthy, not to making money. That would have been a start. This, this is all stuff you could have done. And that, you know, in, in you can't do that in the US, but in Germany, that wouldn't even have been out of the question last year. Um, no, no, that's not what they did. But instead, now we have to like wear masks until we're blue in the face. Like, why am I fucking wearing a mask? If everybody, seriously, I would love to go on TV and ask this, like on mainstream German TV. I would love, I'm going like, I'm vaccinated, you're vaccinated, we're all good. Um, and you apparently from your commentary in your program, you fucking hate the unvaccinated people anyway. And they're all idiots and conspiracy theorists. And basically I'm reading between the lines that you, uh, you'd be okay with them to die. Why are we wearing masks? What's the point? And I understand I'm taking this seriously. We last episode, we had uh, a very harrowing email from Yevgeny who told us straight from the ICU just from, I don't know, what was it, five days in a coma, how bad this um, illness can be. And the guy's my age. You know, I, it's not inconceivable that I could end up in the ICU as well. But, like, people, get a fucking grip. Get, get real about your life. I know it's hard to come to terms with your own mortality, and I don't think any human can ever really do this, but we need to make an effort as a society. We need to make an effort to do this. We need to, I need, I, you know, I realize this, it's still, you can say that and you're still not realizing it, but I'm, I'm trying every day. I could get a stroke right now and die. I could get a heart attack right now and die. I don't know, a plane could crash into my house. I could crash on the motorcycle. Um, I could get run over, I need to get run over in the, in the park today by some fucking idiot on an electric scooter without lights and I was running, he could have run me over, I hit my head on the, on the fucking cobbles, I'm dead. Happens. And the same way I can, I can, I can get sick and I can, I can get SARS-CoV-2 and I can get COVID, I end up on the ICU, in the ICU and I might die. Yes. Yeah. But we all need to come to terms with that. And we need to realize that destroying our dem democracy, our system of checks and balances, destroying all of this out of fear is not the right way to go. Discriminating against people because they do not have the right thing in their blood is not right. That is not right. That is not just. And Germany shouldn't be the first country to do this. Well, probably not the first, but like we, we should be the last. We should never do this. As a country, we have we we, we accepted a historic, um, a historic, and I'm just I'm destroying my whole speech because I can't remember <laughs> responsibility. We have a historic responsibility that we accepted largely as a country where we went. We have a horrible past. And we have made laws and designed our society so that something like this will not happen again. We will not again sue little colorful pieces of cloth, cloth to somebody's clothing and go, you are not human or you're subhuman or you're not part of our society because of X. You have a different religion. You'd be, in that case, it was religion but you know, you believe different things is basically what it is. We don't want to do that. 
We don't want to do that. And there are risks involved in this. Yes, it might mean that less people are vaccinated. It might mean that we're endangered a bit more, but we can't give up our freedom because of this, because we are afraid, because that's how it all falls down. And then, you know, okay, I, I, I've got one before I end, end this. I got one more level of shit you can go deeper to. And then you can say, well, okay, you can also just question if 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 it's even worth it. Like if all of this, like even if you put yourself in a theoretical position where you go, um, okay, these people are right. Uh, we need this. We definitely need to, to get the whole um, population vaccinated. And if we can't do that because we have pesky laws where we just can't force people to do that, uh, then we have to lock them into their houses until they give up. And that's what we're doing now. If the vaccine actually completely worked, that would be one thing. But the thing is, we don't even know that. The same people that are telling us on the news that this is an epidemic of the, you know, a pandemic of the unvaccinated and that they're a problem and that, you know, if you're, if you're vaccinated, yes, you, you, you get SARS-CoV-2, but you, it's very unlikely that you, you know, get really sick and it's very unlikely that you actually get COVID and you end up in ICU. And, you know, the, the, the vaccine is safe and it, and it works. If that is the case, if that's the case, why do, do they suddenly say, okay, but now everybody needs a booster? I can answer that question because they don't fucking know. Because six months ago, they said, okay, two doses of the vaccine is enough. That's, we see it works. Oh, oh no, no, the virus has mutated something, something we don't really know anymore. Now you need a third and now you need a fourth. Like it would be one thing if they actually knew and had hard data and they're fucking new. And they had fucking hard research and they knew how the vaccine work, worked, how many doses you need, you know, at your age or whatever. If, if we knew all of that, it would be one thing. But now we're doing all of this. We, we were taking people's freedoms away. We are discriminating against people just on a, on a more or less of a guess anyway, because we don't really even understand that. It's so fucking frustrating. And it, it, gets, it gets so much. The more you think about it, the more it gets frustrating. I've, I don't know. There, was there ever a topic in our lifetime where it was this, where, where, where it was this bad? Um, I don't know. Well, it's shit. I think we now discriminate against people in Germany by law. That's that's a thing. I think I think victim blaming is a is a fact of society now. Um, the good news is uh, this new law is only uh, gonna last till March, and then everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> well, it's gonna last till March. I think they're gonna. Um, just prolong it then. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I just, it's just so worrying to me. Like, not only that the things I said before on the show where like the IFSG is written in a way that if ever some other virus comes along or something, you know, that, that's infectious, that people are afraid of, you could write that into the law and then you'd have the measures. And that now they don't even have to have a national emergency situation thing. Now they can just do it. Um it's it's just i don't just don't know what to say anymore it, it is i mean 
I think the damage is done. I think the damage is done. I think the damage to people's minds is done pretty much. I think, you know, the damage to our constitutional freedoms is definitely done because I think the, you know, the constitutional court has not fought back against this as they should have. Um, and people are just accepting this. I think the, the, the biggest danger here that I see, it's not even the law. You know, it's it's not even the law. The, 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 the thing that just enrages me so about this is that once again, you, you had this being brought into the parliament and there was basically no discussion. There wasn't even like a lot of opposing voices. The, okay, the, the, the conservatives who are now in the opposition, they opposed this and they said, okay, we rather have the emergency situation prolonged with the old laws, which, which I think is a little bit more reasonable, but but also they weren't like completely like there is no opposition against this there's nobody going this is discrimination or asking is this worth it or you know aren't we basing this on on data um, where we don't understand like we don't understand how the vaccine works enough we don't understand on it, how it works on people we don't understand enough what people just can't get vaccinated uh, what happens if they get vaccinated and it doesn't doesn't work for them? What do we do? Do we just vaccinate them again and again and again if it, until it works? Like there, there was there was no discussion about that, and that that's to me the most worrying thing because I think that's where democracy dies. Um, it's it's okay if there's a debate to me, right? It's it's not that um, it's not that bad. Like when we debated sending the the german military into foreign countries um and there would there was a debate there were people in the parliament who said we don't think the constitution allows this and there was a debate and that side lost you know and then that's democracy i think that's okay then you have to live with that democracy means you you often don't get what you want uh, at best you get a compromise but at least there's debate right and you can see the system works i don't think the system works here um i don't i don't understand oh also we had uh, some some other comments in chat from earlier um if he, um if you know people working in healthcare you can get the feeling it's a calling not a job yeah it totally is i mean i mean but so is being in science right i know a lot of scientists or doing this kind of shit and being a being being a journalist uh, also the same also super user sent me a comment that i didn't see um uh, super user says making it culturally unacceptable i'm guessing being unvaccinated is the most efficient method smoking bans were ineffective and ultimately abandoned in countries like greece until smoking was finally make made uncool if you go back in time people did in fact have sex mostly with people they married and then they stuck to those relationships and so on it needs to be made culturally for anti-vax to go down see I, I don't think it does because i like i have an argument with that in general because i don't think it helps the general population i, I just think the idea that you can fight a um a very infectious disease like this by vaccinating everybody is false there is no proof in scientific history that this has ever worked and i think it's just a hope and i think we shouldn't act on hope um I think this should be completely... Why does it have to be cultural? It's your... Like, that's the change that has happened in people's heads that I object to. Is like, it used to be your 
your health was your thing. It was between you and your doctor. Your, your, your neighbors, nobody cared. The parliament didn't fucking care. Who, like, who cares? Who cares if people want to endanger themselves? The, the smoking is exactly the same problem. Why does the government fucking care? The argument that that costs the healthcare system. So, well, then just increase the healthcare budget. We're paying you enough taxes as it is. It's bullshit. It is absolute bullshit. If people want to hurt themselves, let them. And that's another argument. Like, how can I, you know, why, why can I smoke, but I, but I can't be unvaccinated? Like, that doesn't make it. Why can I drink? Why can you do anything that's fun? Anything that's fun is dangerous to you. Anything. Literally. Video games are probably dangerous. It's just something that, that you need to, as a state, you can't just... That's the that's the thing I was object to. The, the point is not, as a state, you shouldn't be your your goal to better your, your citizens. That's not what it's about. It's about creating an environment in which a the the biggest amount of your citizens are happy like you want to create an environment where everybody can you know live after their wishes and dreams which doesn't work of course um so you need to infringe on somebody's people's wishes and dreams and on and everybody's a little bit but the general goal should be that everybody can do whatever they want and if i want to smoke i then I can, like, I'm 36. I wasn't in a hospital in Germany, uh, generally. I, I, I wasn't in a hospital a day in my life, right? And I've been paying healthcare since I'm, I mean, my parents paid it for me, okay? My parents paid it for me, and then I, I've been paying it since I, when I, when did I go to university? When I was 19, 20? No, 19, I got my first job. Was I still 18? No, I was 19. I left school, and since then, I've been paying healthcare. Right, and then there's people my age who've been in hospital a lot, and they, you know, they cost the hospital system a lot, and I don't. And I could say that's not fair, but that's how it works. Jesus, like the problem is, if you start going like that, you can't allow people anything. You can't allow, you know, being in a car is dangerous, being in a plane is dangerous, being on a motorbike is dangerous, going out on the street is dangerous. Like if you if you just follow that to its logical conclusion, you just lock everybody in their fucking houses. <laughs> it's just like um yeah, basically it's risk control but on a national scale yeah but we don't need that right so we just need to like if the healthcare system has a problem we need more money in the healthcare system the solution to that is not regulate your citizens the solution to that is put more money in the healthcare system right spend le- spend less money on uh on on silly things we don't need uh, a lot of the military, a lot of the stuff they do, we don't need, right? There's there's a lot of shit you can save money on uh, that 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 is less important than the healthcare system. Just put some of that in the fucking healthcare system. It's 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 not that hard. It's just well, it is hard because if you're a politician, that that's hard to do. Making 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 laws that impinge on your citizens is easy. And that's why they keep doing that, right? It's easier to actually fucking, um, you know, go and, and, and take my rights away than to figure out where their fucking government is wasting money. 
And they're wasting money. The German government is an unbelievable beer moth that wastes money on a scale you can't even imagine. The German government wastes, like the whole apparatus wastes money on a scale that, you know, is probably as big as the income of a country like Greece. You know, there's this, I didn't like for, for no reason vote for a, a, a political party that, you know, had no chance of winning, but they were like, we're going to slash this by 30%, which was ambitious. <laughs> I don't think you can actually do that. But like, there's a lot of shit in there that nobody needs. Like the tax system is idiotic. That Like, if I, if I, if I went through you, like, I'm, I'm just a self-employed guy. The shit I've been sending back and forth with the tax people is unbelievable. And I made literally no money last year. But they're still like, oh, can you send us this? Oh, you bought this. Can you send us a fucking uh, slip for that? And you're talking, there's people that live that live like a kilometer from me. Their car, the, them buying their cars, it's expensive as much money as, you know, they bought a new car yes, last year. That was as expensive as, as, as my income was last year. Like if they if they actually spend half the energy on like extracting money from the rich people instead of like just nickel and diming everybody where it just basically isn't worth it, uh, you know there's there's so much overhead and so much bullshit they could get rid of. No, instead now we have to regulate. We have to tell you what you should do. <sighs> I'm sorry. It's a, it's a bit uh, it's a bit of a rant. And yeah, I know why that is. I mean, I, I completely know why that is. I know that politicians think in third, short term and shit. Like, this is why, you know, we need change. And and I think actually, you know, limiting their terms is good. And, you know, that's why this crazy party I voted was like, they actually have to have a real job before they become politicians. And then they can do that for five years and then they have to go back. You know, I mean... It will never happen, I know, because, you know, politicians don't impinge on their own rights and privileges. Um, but it's just, I need to um, rage a little bit against this, because otherwise I'm just, I'm just going, I'm just going crazy. I, you know, it's just so frustrating. You go to university and you learn about history and you learn about politics and, and you learn about the ideals and you know why we have a constitution and why we have certain things and why we're deciding certain things and then you grow up and then they just go oh you know we're just gonna today we're gonna discriminate against the, these people and nobody says anything against it and now I'm, I'm sitting here and thinking isn't this what journalists are supposed to do hello my colleagues anybody anybody here hello no anyone no no nobody no no Nobody can say that. You're not not gonna write that in the newspaper. Maybe you should. I'm sorry. Anyway, please. Um, you can't possibly. Have, how long was this? Over oh, an hour. You can't possibly have listened to this. I'm just taking my glasses off because I need to rub my face because of the pain. <laughs> you can't possibly have listened to all of this and then agreed with everything. So. Um, this is the point where we uh, first talk about some feedback I've gotten, and I'm going to tell you how you can leave feedback. But you can go to Private Citizen Press. That's where all the information is, the show notes, and everything. And please participate because that is that is very important to us here. So, um, and uh, Mike, Mike did. So uh, let's let's go into the feedback section section and see what uh, what Mike said. 
So, change of topic. Um, Mike Small, producer Mike, uh, comments on episode eight, 93. So this was uh, kinetic options. This was about Julian Assange. Um, Mike says, another thought-provoking episode. Thank you. It raises a feeling I've struggled with. So this is a bit of a change of topic, obviously. Uh, it ranges a feeling I've struggled with for years when hearing news of the Arab Spring protesters, Julian Assange, Edward Snowden, reality winner, and other whistleblowers and dissidents. I bring up the Arab Spring because I used to share clips with my sister at a, at a time when her husband took part in some process, uh, protests in their own country. Their present was not as scary as Mubarak, but still she, had worried, uh, she was worried and angry at her husband for putting himself at risk, he being a father. I must have sounded stupidly optimistic because she pointedly expressed concern for the Egyptians' welfare as her main reason to it all, a factor I was pretty blind to. Yeah, I think you weren't alone. I thought the Arab Spring was a great idea. Um, I was very, very naive back in those days. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's obvious what happened afterwards. Um, anyway, Mike, uh, continuing with what Mike's writing. Um, later, this left me with an impression of protesters and whistleblowers. While being honorable and brave... Um, oh, God, I've got a, got a typo here. Oh, I typed something. This is supposed to be an N, N dash. It's a, it's a B dash. Well, this, this won't work. Let me just fix that live on the show. There we go. Um, <clears throat> Later, this left me with an impression of protesters and whistleblowers while being honorable and brave as being partly like soldiers wanting to be part of World War I, being afflicted by romanticism and the wish to be a hero heroic figure. Actually, I've never thought of, about it that way, but I think this is really good feedback. Um, this is food for thought. It isn't right, maybe, but I think of the scene in the movie Wings of Desire. I actually had, didn't know what wing, uh, what wing, what movie that was. I had to look it up because it's a German movie and it has an incredible, stupid English title. <laughs> Usually, it's the other way around. Uh, the the original title is uh, Der Himmel über Berlin, uh, the sky over Berlin. But it, it, the movie, uh, the English title is uh, Wings of Desire. Um, but I also think of the scene in the movie Wings of Desire when the invisible angels sat with the man until he threw himself off the building. I don't mean to dishonor their ideals or downplay the value of what they do. It's just I struggle wondering who deserves to get, say, what reality winner gave. Well, fucking The Intercept sure didn't because they fucking threw off the cliff, didn't they? Um, I sure as hell don't. I'm no angel watching her make her sacrifice. That much is clear. Just from the sketch... You can find online, um, one can see she is special. Apparently, she had a thing for languages and learned Farsi, Dari, and Pashto. She grew up in Texas. I don't know Texas, but that sounds pretty extraordinary. It does. Um, so they took this person and threw her in jail for five years for some relatively har harmless leak. Uh, the, GRU, the GRU gained so much from that, no doubt. But as you point out, it's likely only the egos of the goons in these so-called intelligence, in so intelligence agencies, I like that, um, that were harmed. These very important people. In prison, she contracted COVID-19 while having health condition, adding to her risk, and was sexually assaulted by a guard. Actually, I think I said this in the episode, but it's, of course, not only about that, about the egos, but it's also about making a statement, right? This is, uh, you know making an example of somebody that's why they do this and that's what they want to do to Assange I'm pretty sure 
it's about scaring other people who work in these services um, away from doing something like this and listening to their conscience. Actually, with Reality Winner, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure with with Snowden, it was to some extent an ego thing, uh, but I, I don't know enough about her. Um, I just realized by looking this up, uh, for the by putting this feedback in that her name actually was Reality Winner. I always thought that was a... It was like a nom de guerre or something. It just doesn't sound like a real name, but apparently her last name was Winner and her parents were like, oh, it's called a reality. That's a, that's a very American. But anyway, yes, yeah, so um, I, I probably have to research her a bit more. I don't know enough about her. Um, Mike says, maybe we can now all say in unison, fuck the NSA. So say it with me. One, two, three, four, fuck the NSA. Counting with Bruce Springsteen. One, two, one, two, three, four. Fuck the NSA. And uh, and fuck, fuck Woodrow Wilson and the fucking Espionage Act. I second that. Is our country so fragile that we need to do this to people? If that's really so, then to hell with that too. Um, I couldn't uh, agree more, Mike. I thought this is a great uh, thought. Uh, great, great thoughts. Um, especially about like the, I don't know if the World War One analogy is completely like on point but i i know what you're trying to say um and this whole like you know there's definitely like an ego thing involved with whistleblowers i i, I know this <laughs> because i've i've worked with them and i'm going to tell you a, a, a dirty secret because if you're a journalist um then sometimes you feel like it, it would probably be better to dissuade them from what they're doing right because that would be better for them but you can't because like it's like you want the story right you want the exclusive that's why you're doing this and the only way i found to console yourself in doing so is saying you know that's just not my job at that moment right i didn't become a priest or a psychologist or whoever like life advice person my job at that point is not to give life advice my my job is being a catalyst for this whistleblower to get the information out. And I am, you know, I can't really put it on my conscience what happens to them. That being said, of course you have to be careful and you have to protect to protect them wherever you can. You can't pull a fucking intercept like the intercepted with reality winner and fucking just like put a document up and scan it and don't know what fucking printer dots what were and just like fucking basically knife your whistleblower in the back like you can't do that either but sometimes it is it is hard um there's you know there's definitely an ego trip involved and then there's like a debate you can have like is that good like is that is that maybe it's good for society maybe society needs people like that just like in war um you know in war uh you need you need people who are selfless uh you know the the, the heroes that do certain things where it's certain deaths for them but they win it for your side and you know there were people who did things that were very bad for them um that that helped uh, defeat the nazis in world war ii and you know you can go is is that you know there's an, there's an argument to be had that that was a net good for society as a whole um even if it was wasn't good for those people um <laughs> astro c says in, in, in twitch chat fuck the nsa thank you for that Thank you for that. Um, 
yeah you you have to be like you have to be really careful about this kind of thing um uh superior says i can't remember the whistleblower but i remember one guy in the financial sector talking about it to the economist which is very economically liberal he wanted to work in the banking industry and saw the head of a bank as the most ethical person in a capitalist society obviously he was regretting it after but yeah amazing to think about i think it's the same with patriotism but it's nationalist indoctrination indoctrination why can't I read indoctrination instead of capitalist indoctrination? Yeah, I mean it's it's often not. Yeah, it's, that's why I say I don't know enough about reality win, winner because for her it could be. There's also with the military often, and I think with Snowden there was a factor like that. It wasn't like he's not completely an egomaniac. I didn't want to say that. I think Assange is much more of an ego trip guy, uh, but like there's also this aspect where people who are very naive get involved with the military. And they believe the fucking propaganda. And then they're in there and they're like, fuck, they, they're actually bombing civilians. Even though there's, we said we weren't going to do that. But we're like, what the fuck? And then they go, yeah. And then it takes a lot of courage. And I respect that courage to, to then not go, keep going through with it, which most people do just to like save their heights and play it safe for them. And then go, no. Um, I was dumb to believe this. I'm going to go out and I'm going to take this with me and I'm going to tell the world. And that's, you know, something um, we need to respect as well. Because, I mean, whatever the cause, whatever, if it's an ego trip, whatever it is, um, you know, people like Snowden, Assange, they've done things that were net good for society in a in a, in a very big way. Um, and we, some as, as speaking as a journalist, we need this often because journalists on their own, they often don't get to that point by themselves you know i mean everybody ever quotes watergate but what what you know there's been precious little things like watergate where actually journalists were like well now that this doesn't make sense i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna follow this and then your editor says no you don't this is bullshit that's the conspiracy theory you go no 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 i, I think this is real this is the story i'm following this and then you're doing that that doesn't happen these days often um you know and and having talked today about the um you know the, these laws and and the pandemic situation. That's you know there's there's precious little. Would you call it dissenting? Um, you know, reporting or you know just reporting on these factors and going like what like writing a column and saying what would have happened in a major newspaper, which I would do if I could if I could if I was in the position. I would, um, and saying like, just imagine the world, we, the Germany we'd be living in if a year ago um, they decided, hey, <laughs> obviously the, the the weak factor here is ICU. So what can we do to fix that? Like, how can we pour money into that? And let's do that. And then writing something like this, and that that just often doesn't happen. So often it it. it I mean, I can understand people from the public who are like, fucking, these journalists are too dumb to figure this out themselves. I gotta have to leak some information to them. They're just not paying attention. And then that's a that's a valid thing. Um, Shabir says it underscores how hard it is not to become part of the system. You're already a true believer when you join an industry like that. I don't, yeah, but it's not that red or black or white, is it? Um, you, are even less likely to think what you're doing is wrong than you do it for years uh, in an unethical culture. I think, see, the thing is, it's like, 
as we often figure out, it's not that black and white with all these things. Um, you know, it's not like whistleblowers are always good or they're always like they're good or they're evil or, you know, like Francis Haugen is bad. You know, it's just like people do things for their own reasons and then, then they get used also for certain agendas and that can be bad and it can be good. And, um, you know, it's like it's like when I talk about these laws and I'm like, I, I don't agree with this. Obviously, I'm doing that presenting my viewpoint and i think i don't think that's an absolutist viewpoint and i would never assume that people go yeah we need to do it like fab said right i just i'm presenting a viewpoint and then there's another viewpoint which is the law and i think the 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 optimal thing would probably be somewhere in the middle um but i think the 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 the, the, the important thing is we need to understand that it's not black and white we don't understand we need to understand that it's not left and right or black and white or man and female we need to understand that it's um it's always there's always gray areas so we need to understand that there are no absolutes and then we need to talk we need to fucking discuss these things we need to talk about them like the biggest worry with this thing is always when when like with this law when there just wasn't enough discussion about this and you know the, the the other Assange, for example, is not a case where it's like oh he's a hero or he's bad. It's both. He is. He did something very very brave and something very important in society, and he was probably a fucking horrible sleazy douchebag of a person who probably had sex with women. You know, I don't know if it was rape, if it was legally rape, or it, maybe it was sleazy, but something you know. He wasn't a normal person. Nobody sleeps in somebody else's bedroom for years in, in other bedrooms, travels around the world. That's just weird. It's weird if you're Richard Stallman and if you, it's weird if you Assange. It's just like, it was weird. So it's like, it's a bit of truth in all of it. And we need to realize that this is fucking complicated. And this, this, this thing that the news do where they just regurgitate something that is just like not completely through and it true and it gets wronger and wronger and wronger. That is what causes this shit, right? When it gets like, um, yeah, you should probably get vaccinated. You should probably get vaccinated. You should probably you must get vaccinated, right? It's like it's oh, vaccines work. Vaccines work. But yeah, they generally work, but it's more comp no vaccine works. Vaccine works. And if you don't, if you're not vaccinated, you're evil. That is that is the problem. Like this. Just, just breaking things down to 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 simple components that things just that's just not how the world works. We need to talk about it. Well, we're trying. That's what that's what we're trying on the show. Anyway, if you want to talk about the, these things, you can go to privatecitizen.press and there's a contact link up the top. But we have a new thing under the um. So I've 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 um. I've changed a little bit of, of things around. I'm going to shut my... We, we had a Discord server. Um, I'm going to shut that down at some point. Um, I was doing some feedback via Matrix that didn't really work. Not enough people use this. I'm going to shut that down. Um, I'm currently running a master that doesn't really... Probably doesn't... Like, there wasn't much feedback over that. But I was running a Mastodon server. I'm shutting that down. And I'm going old school. I've created the forum. So there's a link... Uh, and the feedback now uh, to to the forum 
which is uh, forum.fab.industries. And that has a, um, a subsection for the private citizen. So please, um, I would ask you to give feedback there um, if possible, um, because then we can have a discussion and we can you, we can discuss people can discuss with them with me and we can do that between the shows and i can quote maybe some discussion from that i've previously done that from the discord but it was harder that's also a reason why i don't really like the discord it's a bit too ephemeral for something like this now we have an old school forum and uh, i would ask you to if you you know if you want to just sign up there and um, and talk to us um of course uh we can also uh, it's a it's it's a discourse by the way so i think it's a, pretty much the best form software that's around these days it's it's pretty modern but it's not too weird uh, it's still a forum um i can i can really like it um of course you can also contact me in various other ways if you go to the contact form there's an email address um there you can you know you can there's a pgp key you can encrypt stuff there's a mailing address you can send me some stuff um, once the post office manages to get my P.O. box opened again because they shut it down because of total incompetence, but that the mail should still get to me, so don't worry. Um, and of course, there's a secure contact form, but you, if you want to use that, you should probably there's a blog post that's linked. All of this private system not press slash contact. Um, yeah, you should probably read that first if you want to become a whistleblower. If you uh, are on a huge ego trip. <laughs> oh, you have a very important story to tell. I'm. Um, I can promise you, I will give my utmost to not uh, pull on a reality win- winner and, uh, and intercept and, and, and fuck you over. I'm gonna try to give my best. Um, so, uh, yes, that. Uh, but use the forum. I think it's it's gonna be cool. Um, it might be it might be a good way. I see Jonathan uh, in in chat is already in Twitch chat is ex- excited about the forum. Um, so he also asked me where are we going to communicate in the future I don't know what you mean we're going to communicate in the forum in the future anyway uh, let's wrap this up it's uh, very late uh, and I need to end the show so uh, wait and I need to find the right button so I can play the right music because uh, it's uh, uh, it's begging time It's business time. It's business. It's business time. Jonathan was trying to lead me to into saying the forum. I just said the forum, so it worked. Um, anyway, um, let's quickly go into this. Uh, don't want to keep you much longer, but uh, as I said, I do this as a labor of love, much like, you know, this is more of a calling than a job for me. Kind of like those doctors, although they're much their jobs much harder and uh, they're much more important than me um, but I'm trying um, so if you want to help me out um, you can also go to private citizen or press and there's a link on there to become a patron on Patreon which is like a monthly thing and then you're supporting the show every month that would be awesome um, or if you don't want to do that if you are more of a fan of one-off contributions uh, you can use PayPal and send money to producers at fab dot industries producers at fab dot industries and uh, be assured that uh, i'm paying taxes 
because I'm not a sleaze bag. And so you're indirectly also helping to maintain the beer moth that is the German government and that makes crazy laws like we talked about today, but also our, our amazing public health care system. It could be a lot better, but uh, we're trying. Uh, and yeah, I'm also paying for that from all of this. Um, yeah, that's it. It's called the value for value model. It was pioneered by Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak from the No Agenda show. So um, I thank them for that. It is a great model. And um, it's basically says, you know, pay what you want. And if you derive any value from it, give some value back. And uh, by doing so, you become a producer. But you also become a producer if you give feedback. So you can also sign up to the forum. Ka-ching. Do I have a... Do I have a ka-ching sound? You can also sign up to the forum. The button doesn't work. You can sign up to the forum. Go to the forum. God, the button is broke. Um, it's at forum.fab.info. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna start with this bullshit now. I'm gonna thank all the people that um, brought this episode to you, uh, f- you know, by supporting it. And those people are Georges, Steve Hose, Butterbeans, Jonathan M. Heavy, Michael Malen Jensen, Dave, Michael Small, uh, 1i11G, Jaroslav Lichtblau, Jackie Plage, Philip Klostermann, IKN, Vlad, Rodain the Insane, Bennett Piata, Kai Sears, Tobias, Fadi Mansour, Joe Poser, Dirk Didi, Mode 7, Sandman 616, David Potter, Rizel, Micah, Mika, Avis, Martin, Miss Ramish, Dave Amrish, Cam, Ricky M, Barry Williams, Jonathan, Captain Eckhead, RJ Tracy, Rick Bragg, D, Robert Forster, Superuser, S2C, and No Reply. And if you sign up to the forum, we used to have a, a Patreon thing where if you're on Patreon, you get like a Discord thing where it shows that you're a supporter. Um, I'm gonna do. I'm doing that manually on the forum. So if you sign up to the forum and I, I, I recognize you and I know that you supported the show, you get a little supporter badge. You can also put that as your title, I think, um, in the settings. So a uh, little, little bit of thanks. Everybody sees that you've been helping out. And then, of course, uh, we have a lot of uh, active participation going on today in Twitch, which I love, which is why I like to stream these live. Is that a physical bell? No, it's just it's just a button. Um, I would like to have a physical bell, but that you know, my wife's probably sleep already, and I'm I'm loud enough. One of these days, I'm gonna get one of those bells. Um, <clears throat> on my quest to become John C. Dvorak, uh, my hair is already almost as gray. <laughs> um, yes, Twitch chat. Uh, thanks for participating, and thanks to all who subscribed which, you know, you can do with Amazon Prime or Prime Gaming or Prime something, whatever it's called. It's free to you if you have Prime and then gives me some money. So thanks to the people who've done so or subscribed uh, by paying their money, not the Bezos bucks. Uh, those people are Mike the Dane, JonathanMH.com, Sandman616, Butterbeans, Butter, like in Flickr, Butterbeans, JJ Guevara, Bake the Pork, Mode7's Unavailable, IndieGamingX, to rest, L to rest with Jim and Redeemer F. Thanks to all of you. A lot of these people also support the show uh, on Patreon, so I, uh, I I I appreciate it. Thanks to all of you. Um, yeah, and that's it for today. Oh, ByteMark. Thanks to ByteMark at ByteMark.co.uk, a British cloud hosting company who provides me with the service for the audio files. Couldn't do the show without them. And uh, intro show to intro a song to the show. See, I can't talk anymore. I need to get out of here. It's been a long day. Um, was Acoustic Roots by Raul Cabazali 
And um, yeah, and I'm gonna play you out with this with a song called "Tell Me Something." No, "Tell Me Something New." Sorry, "Tell Me Something New." Uh, the Tiger Blood Jewel remix by Wellmess. I like that name. It's not Wellness. It's Wellmess by Wellmess featuring Van Syke and Tiger Blood Jewel. Unsurprisingly, because it's the Tiger Blood Jewel remix. So um, yeah, with that. Um, aim to misbehave uh, and I'll see you soon. Myself for a while.